0: right folks and welcome aboard thursday night edition philip ward show today we have entered the 906th day of slowing the spread the joe unity biden administration now has 864 days left for every single one of us to indoor we i want to really get into so last night um sort of was breaking as we came onto the air what was going on in 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 memphis this memphis shooting uh this uh ezekiel kelly is his name 19 years old i this guy it, it, it it shouldn't surprise anybody if i were to tell you that He already had, back in February of 2020, quote, Kelly was arrested yesterday evening around 9.30 in uh, South Memphis. City officials quickly noted that Kelly, oh, listen to this, was released from prison just six months ago after serving 11 months for an aggravated assault charge that stemmed from a shooting in early February 2020. Every single time this and and by the way in wis- uh, well this is Memphis, but in Wisconsin, this Senate candidate, the current lieutenant governor governor uh Mandela barnes uh, this guy is a radical left wing socialist that is going to be so bad for Wisconsin if he ever gets in i mean he's already got power as far as being lieutenant governor goes. But if he gets into the Senate, folks, I, that is very bad news. And it's he's not the only Democratic candidate who wants. And the, the, the policies that, the, the positions that they've taken when it comes to no cash bail and wanting to let criminals, violent criminals in many cases, out of prison. <clears throat> Excuse me. It Really, I, I don't understand how those positions make the country more safe. I really don't. So anyway, we'll get into that um, momentarily. Uh, We have to first start with the news that, I mean, has really engulfed the entire world. And I tell you what, it's, it's very crucial, I believe, on days like today to understand how historically important today is. I'm, of course, talking about the death of Queen Elizabeth II, by the way, UK's longest, this is, uh, I have the uh, uh, BBC news, uh, the, the BBC news over in the uh, United Kingdom. Uh, queen Elizabeth II, the UK's longest serving monarch, by the way, 96 years old. I mean, and, and, and she became queen as either 25 or 26. I mean, that's a that's a pretty long time. Reigning over the United Kingdom for 70 years, uh, she died at a Balmoral um, earlier today. Died peacefully, which I mean, if the, you don't want to, not a bad way to go, especially with the life she she has just seen so much through her entire life. You know, she she did military service for the UK. This is a woman who, who I I don't think anyone in the entire world has a bad word to say about her um quote the queen and and think about this right she became queen in 1952 i mean think about that could you met reigning over a country for 70 years well the democratic party would love to do that but i don't think they'd be as gracious as cordial as the uh, as, uh, queen elizabeth has been um it's it's a pretty interesting sort of process um about how it works in the uk you have this Operation, uh london bridge it's like this 10-day plan that's gonna play out now you know they've been like think about this <laughs> you, she becomes queen and they're like automatically planning for her death <laughs> I mean, it's sort of a sort of a harsh way to look at things but but a, a necessary step um you know the um uh, the sort of system of government that the U.K. operate under uh, with Parliament. They also have you know, the Queen who, you know, they say in many terms, many ways she's a figurehead, she doesn't really have much power. Piers Morgan writes a piece today um, in the New York Post that I think indicates that in many ways the Queen had a lot of power in the U.K. Um, quote, uh, King, by the way, uh, King Charles now, is going to be, become king. I, actually, um, he, he is king. And so I'm like, the second the queen dies, the very next second, then whoever is coming to power, in this case, King Charles, is just like that. So now he's the king. I think it's, it, the national anthem has changed as well. Uh, it goes from God save the queen, automatically, you know, thanks for your service, really appreciate it, right to God save the queen. Or excuse me, God save the king. Uh, so King Charles the uh, third, son of Queen Elizabeth the second. Quote moment of great sadness, deeply felt around the world. It, it it really is. I mean, this is a worldwide incident that has occurred here. It, it, you got um, all of the uh, uh, Joe. You, you know what? We'll give him a pass day. President Biden uh, has has offered his condolences. Uh, as has former President Donald Trump, Barack Hussein Obama, uh, President Obama, uh, George, uh, George, I mean, all the living presidents, Slick Willie, Bill Clinton. You see, I can't even help myself on a day like today. But anyway, all the former presidents um, have offered their uh, condolences. Um, quote, I know her This is uh, quoting King Charles. Uh, I know her loss will be deeply felt throughout the country, the realms of the and the Commonwealth uh, and by countless people around the world quote senior officials had gathered at Balmoral after the Queen's doctors became concerned about her health earlier in the day uh sort of it was in the morning time here and sort of we're getting news updates uh that the Queen is uh the doctors were really looking over her there was a lot of concern um I think it 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 sort of became inevitable I think about halfway through the day um especially here on the east coast there was sort of a feeling you get, you know, you get news updates. They, so, they sort of lead you into one direction. Um, this was sort of the case. I mean, you had the kids that were coming back in, uh, uh, our, quote, our grandson, now heir to the throne, Prince William, uh, his brother, Harry, uh, Prince Harry, of course, the disappointment. Of the family with Meghan Markle, you know, Meghan Markle, she is such a disgrace. She, re- I have no other way to describe that woman. She is such a disgrace to the royal family. And this, she, I didn't even know what the national anthem was. And the royal family is racist. It's like, what? Why would you marry into it then? Very selfish woman. But anyway, today is not about her at all. And I hope we hear less and less uh, from her. I mean, she think about. Here's a, she's royalty now. She'll never be anything like the queen. I mean, the queen was—she was gracious. She—she she had a, a presence about her. Uh, like I said, Piers Morgan describes it a lot better than I can. I can't do it justice. Uh, the new—by the way, the UK has got—it's been a big week for the UK. They have a new prime minister as well. Uh, still, the Conservative prime minister Boris Johnson is out. Uh, the new prime minister Liz. Trust. Imagine that, right? What an easy campaign slogan. Trust. Trust. Hey, I mean, come on. It it it's sitting right there for you, Liz. Anyway, she says, uh, "Quote: uh, The Queen provided us with the stability and the strength. The Queen just appointed her uh, on on Tuesday. The Queen provided us with the stability and strength that we needed." Um, we offer the king our loyalty and devotion just as his mother devoted so much to so many for so long with the passing of the second Elizabethan age. We usher in a new era in the magnificent history of our country, uh, great country, excuse me, exactly as Her Majesty would have wished by saying the words, God save the kings. Like I said, you know, we automatically go from uh, God save the queen to God save the king. Um, To put it into better context than than i will ever be able to do Piers morgan who i've said before on the program i i I think he's an all right guy i don't think it was smart for him to come to uh the united states and sort of try to lecture americans about about gun control and gun violence but whatever we we, you know we 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 set that aside for the day so he writes an op-ed today in the new york post queen elizabeth ii's death and loss of her aura of invincibility an enormous blow to the uk's psyche he says like i said a lot of the you have always heard that that the queen's just a figurehead that she doesn't have any power i don't you know i think a lot of americans probably don't even understand sort of how the royal family works oh did you know this so prince philip who what? What a phenomenal name! Huh? But Prince Philip, who was the uh, longtime husband of the Queen, tell you something? I was reading up about this research for the program. They're distant cousins. Uh, queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip. Oh, oh, oh all right, royal family. Uh, they do what they do. Anyway, so Piers Morgan writes. Even as I write these words, the Queen is dead. I can't quite believe them. Makes me feel incredibly emotional, and I think a lot of the uh, UK citizens are feeling that exact same way. I mean the the, the Queen, the Queen to me sort of like symbolizes like a, a a grandmother who through hard times, through good times, was always she's always there for you, always presiding over. And if you, it sort of brings a an element of comfort to the entire country. Um, He writes, I'll admit to shedding a tear when the news came through, as I'm sure most people did. How could we not be hugely moved by this massive seismic moment in history? He says she's the undisputed goat, the greatest of all time, a monumental, towering royal colossus, who is not only the most famous person on planet Earth, but the most respected. Her death is thus an enormous blow, not just to the British people, he says, but to the nation's psyche. It doesn't matter that she was 96. If anything, her great age and extraordinarily long tenure make this loss even harder to bear. since so she carried an aura of invincibility about her. She was always there, a constant rock of stability in an, of, in an often tumultuous, fragile and dangerous world through wars, terrorism, national or excuse me natural disasters, shocking tragedies. She was a stupendously stoic symbol of strength, resilience, hope, and inspiration. Says it was never better illustrated than when she addressed Britain at the height of the COVID pan slash pandemic. Well, Piers doesn't write that. Philip Ward says it, though. As the deadly virus was destroying lives as fast as it was destroying economies, he says she came out and said, "quote I want to reassure you that if we remain united and resolute, then we will overcome it. I hope in the years to come. Everyone will be able to take pride in how they responded to this challenge. And those who come after us will say, Britons of this generation were as strong as any, that the attributes of self-discipline, of quiet, uh, good-humored resolve, and of fellow feeling still characterize this country, the pride in who we are uh, is not a part of our past. It defines our present and our future. Uh, so it appears, you know, sort of indicating to you that that this the Queen, Queen Elizabeth here, she just brought like stability. You know, if 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 there was ever a rocky time throughout the, I mean, this, think about it. Woman lived through, you know, she had to deal with the Cold War. Uh, she had to deal with with World War Two, and this woman's been around for ninety six years on this earth. I mean, let alone the title she had. And, and and I guess in many ways the job that she had, she, she just as a person has seen an 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 incredible amount of history throughout her entire life. Um, he says uh her now she's gone and her death couldn't come at a worse time. Says uh Uh, Britain, like much of the world, has been battered by coronavirus, financial crisis, political toxicity, and a new war in Europe. The very last thing we need in these horrendous times is the loss of our rock. Uh, He says she would be the first to tell us to get a grip, dry our tears, get on with it, as she always did. For Queen Elizabeth II, the country she loved so much came first, middle, and last. Um, He says uh, the only uh, solace is that she is now reunited with her own rock, Prince Philip. You know, Prince Philip. I think he was uh, 99 when he passed away. It was last year, um, and that with the Platinum Jubilee celebration in the summer, we got the chance to show her how much she meant to us and to the world. He writes, "Thank you for everything, ma'am." And and and, and like I said, I don't want. I wouldn't try. Want to try and summarize it myself? I think Piers does a good job. Um, he goes on to more detail um, in the whole. Uh, I uh, don't want to you know, read all of it on the program. Anyway, I just want to send our sincere condolences not only to, to the royal family um, and to, to the, the uh, family of, of, of Queen Elizabeth, but to the entire country of the United Kingdom, our longest ally. Uh, they, 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 they they definitely need us right now, um, and I, I would hope that Joe Unity Biden would indeed be there. Uh, for the people of the uh, UK, while they go through, the, you know, this Operation London Bridge now, um, I think it'd be a very sad sort of a few days coming up here for the uh, UK. Um, and 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 my thoughts and prayers very much go out to every uh, single one of them. Now then, more domestically here in the United States. So, like I said, I'm reading this today, and this is in the uh, Memphis Commercial Appeal quote: "What's known." about the drive-by shooting that sent Ezekiel Kelly to prison. Now remember, this 19-year-old last night, here he is, he's, he's live-stream videoing himself while he's literally shooting people. Quote, the young adult charged with killing one man and suspected of the deaths of three other people, injuring three more, evading police for hours, terrorizing an entire city. Listen to this first shot someone when he was 17 years old okay right then and there shouldn't you see you see a 17 year old and he's shooting a person why are we not saying what is going on in our cities and i've said it repeatedly you have democratic one party democratic rule in big major american cities and we see crime we see gun violence everywhere we see shootings we see death <coughs> excuse me at what point in time do we say the democratic party is failing the american people and it, and this is what I, I i suspected it last night and and it was sort of in a way confirmed today quote attempts and and and, and this is in the uh, the the news here attempts to make contact with the adult, oh, and his uh, uh uh picture here, here he is. He's smiling in his mugshot. I'm like, uh, is this this kid proud of what he's accomplished? I mean, what a what a sick sob. But anyway, attempts to make contact with the adults listed as Kelly's mother, father, and guardian were unsuccessful and that i it, it it at some point we got to say it starts at the home because according to this this 17 year old now 19 year old it, it, what kind of path is he going down in life because if you i mean if you're shooting people at 17 and now you're live streaming yourself shooting people at 19 years old what sort of future is that guy going to have and, and, and I don't really think there's many at all. But i tell you what, if the Democratic Party has their way, the, this sort of violent crime that, that continues, they'll just let them all out. Um, you have De- John Fetterman, who is really a weird dude. I have no other way to describe him in, in a nice manner other than a weird guy. This guy's never had a job in his entire life that hasn't included public office. He gets everything paid for by his family. He runs around in a hoodie and this weird-looking beard. And here's uh, the RNC releasing today 11 times John Fetterman called for releasing one-third of inmates. 2020, I mean, Fetterman said, quote, one-third of the prisoners in Pennsylvania state prisons, oh, they could be released and we wouldn't be any less safe. We, We wouldn't be any less safe. Oh, we're going to have people running around shooting people? Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll let you out of prison now. Like, are you kidding me? Uh, Fetterman, again, saying, quote, we could release a third of our inmates and and not make anyone less safe. Uh, He's tweeted, we absolutely must reduce our prison size by a third. He says, uh, uh, again, we could reduce our state prison population by a third. He's repeatedly said it over and over again. Uh, you know, he's talking about how he was on a board and a person made a profound statement about releasing a third of the prison population in Pennsylvania. How is that going to help the state of Pennsylvania? By the way, this is a guy that wants to crack down no more fracking in Pennsylvania. This guy would be a disaster for that state. Um, now, those sentiments are being echoed by the Wisconsin lieutenant governor, Mandela Barnes, this guy here, he's, he might be even more radical than Fetterman. 2018, he was saying, uh, if we release half of the state's inmates' population, we'll make our community safer on God's green earth. How is that going to make communities safer? Tweeted in 2018, he had this whole 11 by 15 campaign. Uh, By the way, 11 by 15 means releasing 11,000 inmates by 2015. He says, quote, six years ago when we kicked off the 11 by 15 campaign to cut the prison population in half, we could hardly find elected officials or candidates to get on board. To see it embraced at a gubernatorial candidate forum makes me proud to have worked with such visionary organizers and activists. Again, wanting to let people out of prison, violent criminals out of prison, too. Tweeted, uh, 2019, oh, let's cut our prison population in half, expand Medicaid, raise the minimum wage, and at least legalize medical marijuana. Now, here's the facts behind it. This is according to 2022 statistics from the State Department of Corrections. Since uh, Tony Evers the governor of Wisconsin and Barnes Lieutenant Governor entered office, Wisconsin's prison population has been reduced by about 15%. 2019 the population was 23,777 compared to 20,123 today. Vast majority of those currently incarcerated, 68%, are classified as violent offenders, meaning it would be impossible to cut the population in half without releasing at least some of the violent offenders. Um, In 2018, again, on a podcast, Barnes said, I've long championed restoration of voting rights immediately once someone has served their sentence. He says, I mean, even honestly, when they're locked up. So he, this guy wants inmates to vote. Also, if, I mean, if that wasn't enough, in 2020, defunding the police... Only dreams of being as radical as a Donald Trump pardon. Okay, so what in these people's minds thinks releasing violent criminals onto our streets is going to make the country more safe? I mean, it's it's absolutely incredible. It really is. These people will be disasters for the state of Wisconsin. A disaster for the state of Pennsylvania. I always say, though, folks, Democratic Party, Democratic Party's agenda, criminal, illegal alien, you advocate for abortion. Those are the people that the Democratic Party care about. If you don't fall into those categories, got bad news for you. the Democratic Party couldn't give a rip about what you want. They've gone so far to the left, folks. There is no bringing them back. Do we give them more power in November? I don't think so. Anyway, we have entered the 906th day of slowing the spread. The Joe Unity Biden administration now has 864 days left to endure. Thank you, as always, for listening to the program, folks. It is never a bad day to be an American, and rest in peace to Queen Elizabeth II.